0: The Pat Kenny Show. With MasterCard. Share an extraordinary experiences all over the world with priceless cities at priceless.com. This is News Talk. Pete the Vet, how are you?
1: I'm very well, thanks a lot.
0: Um, We have got to talk about uh, ticks and worms and fleas and all that kind of thing, but I I have my own question to begin with, if Mm -hmm. I may. Mm -hmm. Um, We have had a rabbit take up residence in our garden, which has caused tremendous excitement amongst our children um, who want to feed him things. But he is a wild rabbit and he eats grass.
1: Should we feed him anything or do we just leave him to his own devices? I would be inclined to leave him to his own devices, to be honest. I think the, the whole situation of starting to engage with wild animals it gets complicated because then they begin to depend on you and then they're semi-domesticated and then what if you go away on holidays for a couple of weeks and suddenly they don't have a food supply? Um, I think it's difficult. And I think the best answer generally is a little bit of a balance. So possibly... You know, just making sure maybe the rabbit has access to some grass it can eat. But don't go overboard and giving extra treats and so on. Do they Do they eat carrots? That, I mean, the like cartoons tell us they do. Bugs Bunny does, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, Whether well, this one is... is, is uh, wild I... rabbits certainly uh, would be unusual. Um, and it's carrots aren't the best food for rabbits. The best food for rabbits is fibrous greenery, like grass, like hay. That's what they absolutely thrive on.
0: OK, we'll we keep going with that. And one more question unrelated mm-hmm. while I have you. Uh, it's about wildlife as well. We have uh, house martens, as many people have. They are tremendous at causing absolute wreck uh, and pooing everywhere. But they've start, one nest has started throwing out the eggs, um, which we're finding quite alarming because we're finding these tiny little fetal birds uh, on our doorstep. Why would they do that at this time of year?
1: I'm not sure. That's very interesting. Um... Are they just possibly bad parents? Is what we're, we're kind of coming yeah. to the conclusion of. It could be that there's too many eggs. I mean, uh, um, these things are very much instinct-driven, so there's something that's going on that they feel that they don't want these eggs. I'm not quite sure why. You'd have to look into that more. Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird one. Anyway, they're
0: wild birds. You've never treated a house, Martin, but you've treated many cats and dogs over the years. And probably the most common thing that people pop into your clinic with is worms or fleas and asking how you can get rid of them and they're they're Mm. fairly minor ailments but for the animals they can be quite
1: serious Well the the big issue with worms in particular is that they can cause very serious illness in animals but they can also cause serious illness in humans especially in children and those two reasons are why it's so important to have an effective worm control programme if you've got pets and to be honest most people don't have an effective worm control programme because It's very easy not to. It's very easy to make mistakes. Um, You can go and buy stuff, let's say, in a supermarket. You might go, oh, yeah, my my dog needs wormed. I'll buy a wormer. But the stuff that you buy might have no relevance at all to the particular problem that your pet could have. So a lot of people, they, they don't use the right products. They don't use the right treatment intervals. And so, you know, I'm all for rational use of wormers and controlling worms in a way that really works well
0: yeah uh, and and look, uh, can humans pick up worms from yeah. uh, from animals? And, the, and if so, that's that's a problem for
1: everybody. yes, the particular worm that humans can pick up from animals from is is the the dog and cat round worm. and this is very common, especially in puppies and kittens. And what happens is if if humans basically um dog poo and cat poo contains worm eggs. If pets haven't been wormed often enough, and those worm eggs, they're actually not dangerous immediately. They have to sit in the environment for two or three weeks. But once they've been incubating in the environment, if we humans eat those, um, if you like the the ripe worm eggs, what happens is they go into what our intestines. What a
0: beautiful description. <laughs> ripe worm eggs.
1: Um, what happens is they go into our intestines, then they hatch. They go into our into our bloodstream, and they settle in different parts of our body. Now. Quite a lot of us have had these worms Something like over 50% of us Have had these worms at some stage And most often it causes no issue They go into little cyst-like microscopic things In our muscles and don't cause any problem But once in a blue moon um, One of the worm larvae will actually settle Somewhere crucial, such as in our brain Or such as at the back of our eye And children Mm. are especially prone to this Because Mm. their immune system isn't as good As adult immune systems And when it settles in, in in, in the brain It can cause seizures When it settles at the back of the eye it can mimic a very serious kind of cancer in the eye so it can cause blindness so it's very important that dog roundworms are, and cat worms are controlled for that particular reason and to control those you have to give a good roundworm dose at least every three months for the entire life of the pet and that's okay, really I- important.
0: Yes, it does sound it.
1: What there's different types of worms. Is, is the long the most prevalent one? So, so long is different, uh, and and that's that that doesn't infect humans, but it's been causing an increasing problem in dogs. Because what the what the long does is dogs get it by eating slugs and snails, and what happens is the long worm go, again it goes into the dogs intestines, is absorbed, it goes into their bloodstream, and it settles in the lungs and in the blood vessels around the, around the heart, and it causes a bit of a cough, um, which isn't that big a deal. The real big deal is that the lungworm also sometimes stops the blood from clotting. And because the blood can't clot properly, that means that dogs can suffer internal hemorrhages just out of the blue. And I've come across two cases of young, healthy dogs that died overnight, just suddenly Out of the blue, the owners found them dead in the morning. And on autopsy, they were found to have died from a brain hemorrhage, and they also had evidence of lungworm. And that's the real problem. Um, So do treat your dogs.
0: Treat them seriously. The the thing is, to
1: to treat, to get to prevent lungworm, you have to use a monthly treatment every month, either a Mm. spot-on product or a tablet. And if you don't do that, and your pet is eating slugs and snails, then your dog is at risk. So that's the problem
0: lots of listeners have texted in questions and you're doing a Facebook Live mm-hmm. uh, it's facebook.com forward slash news talk FM so you'll go through all of those questions there and if anyone has a question for you they can go to that mm-hmm. uh, a listener says that friendly rabbit will be full of fleas uh, keep your children away from them that rabbit has no interest in coming near us I can tell you that because uh, he's gone at the first time anyone coming out but Mac in County Clare um, Mac may have the answer to my um, house martin uh, crisis if we can call it that Mac says I re- the reason the house martin threw the eggs out was the heat lately. It's possible that the eggs overheated and was there any chance the House Martin Nest was built against a black gutter and the answer is that's exactly what it was, um, That's interesting. And, and, and that could be the reason why. And I know that there was fewer around this year, which was something to do with the weather over Africa wasn't as pleasant or as warm uh, as it could have been. And as a result of that, um, it, it was uh, it was a challenge. Look, Pete, you have lots of questions coming in, that which we'll get you to uh, in a little bit. But uh, thank you very much for joining us, Pete the Vet, as always. Thank
1: you.